Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia good morning. Welcome to Trot's Talk here on Harness, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand here on SENZ. Hope your Sunday morning has started well. Hope you're back to winning yesterday, either at the Gallops or over this big harness weekend. There was some excellent racing at Invercargill yesterday. So a good two-year-old filly remained unbeaten down there. Today we head, if you're in Christchurch, across the Alps. Everybody calls it across the Alps to Reefton for the second day of the two-day meeting in that region, Westport into Reefton. We'll talk shortly to a couple of the drivers involved there. Tim Trayton training and driving today, and also Sheree Tomlinson's going to join us this morning. David Branch is going to talk to us about the North Island Harness Racing Awards and where the race by Grins sits after the announcement that BD Joe has been taken by Aussie Lads this week. And later on after that, Brett Lilly, who's these days based in Victoria, is coming back home with Aldebaran Zeus to tackle our major trotting races. We'll catch up with the man they call Lil. Courtney Buchanan, though, is at Reefton. She's from Harness Racing New Zealand, and her and the team there have been huge with the Team Teal campaign over the last six weeks or so. It's time for an update, so we'll say good morning to Courtney. Good morning, Courtney. Have you made it to the wonderful Reefton yet? Yes, I've been here since Thursday, Mick, so beautiful weather today, so if anyone's in the area, make sure you come down to the track, it's going to be a cracker day. It will be fantastic. Now, the Team Teal campaign is something very close to your heart, it's it's close to lots of our hearts, but obviously you'll be one of the organisers for it at Harness Racing New Zealand. Um, is today the last day, Courtney, of the Team Teal promotion, and uh, if so, what's going on for it today? So it's actually not the last day, but it's probably uh, one of our last big fundraiser days. So the last day is actually on Wednesday at Timaru. Um, and we've also got a quiz night on Tuesday night, which will be sort of our big fundraiser. But today is our last kind of big race day. Um, so we've got the two teal lady races. Um, there was two at Westport on Friday, and we've got the two the two more today. And Olivia Thornley is currently leading that challenge. Um, and we've got a wear teal and win promotion where we're attempting to cover the whole race course in teal. Everyone wear a bit of teal, and you can go in the draw to win three cash prizes as well. Cordy, how long is the uh, Team Teal campaign been going there? It feels like about six or seven years. Am I right there? Yeah, I think... It- yeah, I think it's about six years in New Zealand. It was um, going in Australia before they approached us to see if we'd come on board. And um, it was a bit of a no-brainer, really, just to come on board and support something like like the um, ovarian cancer um, like awareness and stuff for that. It was, um, yeah, it was a bit of a no-brainer. So I think it's about our sixth year, Mick. And it, uh, the last two years, we've just been, um, it's been hard with COVID, um, obviously not having people on track and that sort of thing. So this year, it's been great to have people back on track, being able to um, really, you know, really do a good campaign again. Okay, how much money has been raised so far in New Zealand? But we're looking around 25k at the moment. Um, I am quietly confident that we might get to 30, so um, hopefully we can we can do that over the last few days. Okay, how's that money used from this point onwards? Because obviously Australia, where Duncan McPherson started this campaign, um, has uh, uh, even more states to play with. So. Does the money go to the Australian fund and therefore goes to to the research around ovarian cancer and trying to prevent this hideous disease? Or uh, is it 
something which stays in this side of the Tasman? So all money raised in New Zealand does stay in New Zealand. Um, and it goes towards yeah, research to try and find a cure. I guess that's what we're looking for in all cancers, really, but to help with that, but also to help with teaching women about your symptoms, um, making sure you get checked early. It is one of the most deadliest cancers that, that women can, can have, and by getting checked early, that is your best way to survive. Okay. What happens today is there's two Team Teal races. So um, are they races where the winner gets how much, 200 or 400 towards the fund? Yep, so um, HRNZ donate $100, um, every team to win, and every club in New Zealand um, on their race day donates as well. So there will definitely be $400 today um, with the Teal races, and hopefully the girls can get up in a couple of other races. If the ambassadors win, we've got Gemma Thornley and Sam Otley on track today. If they win, they've got some individual sponsors as well, so that will just help boost that total too. There's always quite a, a different camaraderie among the females in a driving room, or in fact in a jockey's room if it's in the gallops. Have you found that this campaign, or this campaign over a series of years, has even furthered that bond because you know the girls, for want of a better word, are sort of working together and they're having a common goal. I think so, Mick, and I think um, like things like the ladies' races and the days over here on the coast, where you know all the girls they come and grab a donation bucket and they go through the crowd together and they have a bit of a laugh and they're talking to the punters and people are you know giving them their money and buying some merchandise. I think it does bring everyone together and. Um, and I think the girls look forward to the campaign every year and um, they do a really good job of promoting it and um, getting the word out there. So, yeah. Something I was wondering yesterday, Courtney, is um, the female drivers wear teal pants during this campaign. Are they given those to keep? Do they give them back at the end of each campaign and they get sent out the next year? How does the teal pants work? Because obviously most normal people don't own a pair of teal pants. No, no. So the um, the company that Duncan um, McPherson um, sort of aligns with is the um, Australia New Zealand Gynecological Oncology Group, um, and they do the pants every year. So a lot of the girls, um, like six years ago, got their first pair of pants, and they still use them. And obviously, people people change sizes occasionally. So we do an order every year for anyone that needs um, a new pair. But no, they just hold on to them and use them again the next year. All right, Courtney. So today, if anybody's having a bet or they make a dollar or they're watching the races at Reefton, the first there goes at 12.20. How can they help support um, the battle against ovarian cancer? Look, if you're on track today, it's easy. We'll have donation buckets um, and there'll be a bucket in the Secretary's office. So easy to donate any winnings or anything um, on course. If you're not on course but you want to donate, you can just get in touch with me. Um, My details are on the Harness Racing New Zealand website and we can um, sort something out that way. Last week, Courtney, we had the New Zealand Harness Racing Awards. This is going back a week ago in Christchurch. And what did you make of the night? Because obviously over the last couple of years, we either haven't had the awards or we've had a more relaxed format to the awards. And what did you make of the ones you had last week? Because they've obviously changed time of the year because the season's changed. Look, I really enjoyed the night, um, and I uh, we've had some great feedback from from everyone that was there, just saying that the night went really well. And um, I think there were some new awards that were really well received, some unsung heroes and newcomer to training, and um, a stable hand of the year award. So that's just um, some of those awards are getting some of the younger people um, along to the awards evening, and we got some really good feedback. So I think overall it went really well. Courtney, some people who are listening to the show may be galloping fans, and they probably don't spend a lot of time on hrnz.co.nz. It must be a website that 
harness race in New Zealand is very proud of. Every day there's a preview. Every day there's a review of the races. E- each meeting is treated the same, whether it's Alexandra Park, Eddington or Reefton. Uh, and there's a huge amount of stories about the people in the game who may not be the top trainers. Um, it's been a remarkable resource over such a long period of time. It's almost easy to take it for granted. I'm looking on it today. There's a preview of Reefton, which wouldn't happen for many websites and many sports around the world that every single meeting gets previewed. Yeah, and Dave DeSoma looks after that um, that side of things for us, and he does a fantastic job, and we've got a team of um, team of journalists, you being one of them, Mick, um, that writes the previews and the reviews for us, and I think it's important to highlight every meeting. I mean, if you're an owner of a horse and you're even racing, you know, at a, a Reefton Sunday meeting or a Manawatu on Tuesday or even at Addington on Friday night, it's just as important no matter where you are. So to be able to um, to highlight that and also give people a chance to get involved um through the TAB, you know, you might pick up a tip or two on the website and have a good day on the punt. So that's what it's all about as well. Now, Courtney, um, as long as, as well as working today, I think you're working for Race Images today in Harness Race in New Zealand. You're a mum, so how's motherhood treating you? How are you enjoying the challenges of being a working mum? Oh, it's definitely challenging. It's um, it's a lot harder than you think it's going to be um, until you actually get in and do it. But no, I'm very lucky. I've got a very supportive family and a very supportive network of people around me. So I'm able to do the job that I love and um, and also raise a family. So yeah, I'm very lucky. How old's Bubba now? Two? Uh, 15 months. So, yeah. Okay, well, when you don't have kids, that becomes two pretty quickly. <laughs> Courtney, <laughs> thank, thank you for the time today. Look, one, a wonderful thing that Harness Racing New Zealand and you and lots of people involved are doing it, obviously all the wonderful females in Harness Racing to try, try and raise more money for the battle against ovarian cancer. And we hope you have a good day at Reefton today and I hope those buckets get nice and full. Yeah, thanks very much, Mick. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, like I said, if anyone wants to donate, just get a hold of me and let's try and get to that 30k this year. That's Courtney Buchanan from Harness Racing New Zealand. And they've done a massive job. It, it, it becomes almost normal to us now, the Team Teal campaign. But of course, it takes an awful lot of putting together and a lot of buy-in from the females involved, but also to a degree the males, because um, there's plenty of male trainers who put horses into these races, like the two races out of Reefton today. And that helps raise the awareness and also raise more money. So we are racing at Reefton today. That's our code word for the day. Get your text in to double eight double three. What we need is your name, your TAB account number, because producer dude Robbie is going to put a $50 bonus bet into somebody's account. The code word for today is Reefton, because it's not very often they race at Reefton. Reefton was the first place in the Southern Hemisphere to have electric street lighting. I know this because I grew up about 50 kilometres from Reefton in Greymouth. It's a beautiful little town, and they have the harness racing on there today. So text into double eight double three, your name, your TAB account number, and the code word Reefton. And as always on a Sunday on Trot's Talk, we give you the chance to butter producer dude Robbie up and tell us some story about why you should win the $50 bonus bet. It could be true. That'd be better. If it's not true, we have absolutely no way of proving it. So there you go. We're going to take a break here on Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. Get that text into double eight double three. your name, your TRB account number, our code word for the day, Reefton. And if you're that way inclined, tell us why you deserve to win the $50 bonus bet, courtesy of the TAB. Back on the other side of this break, from Reefton, we're going shopping for a winner. I'm a sovereign man, and I'm so 
Well, our usual southern man, Greg O'Connor, is not here today. He's actually at the Rural Games, where last night Luck Chin got a very special award. So well done to Luck. He got one of the major awards at the uh, the Rural Games. But I'm actually a southern man. So I know the south doesn't claim me anymore, but I'm from Greymouth, so that makes you your southern man. Uh, so I'm going to do the southern man segment today. And it is a place close to my heart. I've always loved Briefton. When I was a kid, we used to go to the Gallops at Reefton and the Reefton Harness Racing Meeting, there's one every year on the December the 30th, is on my birthday. So it's always a special day for me when Reefton race. Today they are racing and one of the good guys of harness racing, um, who doesn't train a lot of horses, but he has a couple in today, is Tim Trathan. Good morning, Timmy, how are you, brother? How's Reefton? Good, good mate, how are you? Yeah, mate, I'm yeah, going well. We, we, we just spoke to Courtney from Harness Racing New Zealand, she said it's a lovely day over there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, we actually we're just about to load up because we're not in until the ninth and tenth, so um, we're about to leave Westport. But it's beautiful, yeah, beautiful day. All right, to me, um, yeah. what's the appeal of going to the coast? Because the people who go to the coast for these meetings seem to absolutely love going back to the coast. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good time. Uh, you know, the coast to look after us, and I, I actually, as a kid, I remember. Um, We'd have Christmas up at the the Black and White Hotel with with uh, Mum and Dad, and we'd open our preties up there. And we, I think Dad came up to the coast for about oh, like 30, 38 years in a row or something. <laughs> so I haven't actually been back for a while myself, but uh, so I thought I'd, I'd better come this time. Yeah, getting a couple going. So, so you've got the three horses, three horses in today, Tim. Three in today, yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. How many horses do you train, Tim? Because you're one of those names where everybody's heard the Tim Trathan name and lots of people would have seen your smiley little face on television, but you don't seem to have a lot of horses going around. So how many horses in the stable? Um, I usually have eight or a dozen, you know, but uh, I've got 15 at the moment. But I'm doing a few for Bobby Butts and um, uh, sort of pre-training them a few, but... Uh, yeah, so it's probably the busiest I've been for a while, actually. So All right, let's talk about Reefton today. Um, it seems to be a track where you've really got to be up on the speed, even more so than Westboard. It seems to be, obviously, the flat bends are not cambered because it's the galloping track. Is that how you see it? Is it a case that if possible, because it's not always possible, you want to be uh, up and in today at Reefton? I think so. It seems to be that way, doesn't it? Yeah, not many... I think that today they're going that hard up front. It's hard to come from back a bit anyway, but it uh, yeah, definitely seems that sort of track, and that yeah. Mate, you've got uh, two. Well, you got two in race nine today, Tim, and uh, Blair yep. Orange is driving one. The other one, unfortunately, for it got you, so you're driving. Yeah. So Ultimate Bird has got the outside <laughs> of the front line, and Glover has got one on the second line. Now Ultimate Bird won the other day, but this is actually a pretty good field, Tim, for Reefton. It is, yeah, yeah. No, it'll sort of a he uh, can get out of the gate pretty good though. I'd say he'd press on and um, and the other fellow went on driving. He's, well, it was his first stand the other day, but he's a bit of a little bugger at the start, so we threw him back in the mobile today. But um, he should go good race too, I'd say. But if a driver does what he does, the right thing. What um 
what should be the chance of the two? I presume Ultimate Bird with Blair on, and uh, he's, he's got Barry yeah. eight, but he comes into six. He comes into six, yeah. No, I think he'll, he'll go forward, I'd say, and um, yeah, he just seems in a good zone lately. That the big fella, he's, he's quite a big horse, and he's just matured, I think, and a bit stronger. Now, Tim, I'm going to ask a que- I'm going to ask a question without being insensitive, but we'll mean so we can talk about this sort of stuff. There's a, a theory that often the female drivers or the lighter male drivers go better on the grass, but you would fear to say not be the lightest driver going around. So, do you think that's a disadvantage today? Because, I'll, I'll, Tim, full disclosure, I'm 85 kgs. I'm picking. You've got a couple on me. Um. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I might be a stone heavier after a few beers yesterday, but uh, so I'm, oh, I don't know what I'd be. I'd be, uh, I might be a hundy. Do you, do you reckon it affects yeah. them on the grass with, 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 the, with the drag on oh, the grass? Do you, do you say that. The carts are pretty good these days. I reckon they're pretty, yeah, I mean, if, if you've got the motor, you're all right, aren't you? <laughs> Hey, Tim, you know, I, look, I guess we're going to find you out. You need the horse. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. If I run past Claire, we'll, we'll know. Are you having a steer in the last race on the card? It's a trotting race, and Magnitude has barrier one from the standing start. Um, can Magnitude make it back-to-back wins? Well, it's, it's a big step up, really, from non-winners, but um, he usually does things pretty right. So uh, I think he'd go a good race again, but... Yeah, it is a, you know, some of them, the horses are one six in races, and they, so it makes it pretty hard. But, um, you know, being that he's only he's off the front, but not many, of the, some of them are only off 20, so most of them all begin good, the, those older ones. So, yeah, it will be hard, but yeah, he should go a good race. Now, Tim, about 18 months ago, you had a horse who was on the verge of qualifying for the New Zealand Cup, and I've completely forgotten its name, but it went to Victoria. What was his name, and where's he ended up? Dan Day. He went to Andy Gaff, got him over there, yeah. He sold him. So, yeah, he did. I think he won about eight for us here. Had a lot of fun, yeah. Is it a tough choice when, when you when you have a horse like him, and you obviously don't race too many horses, Tim? Is it a tough choice to sell them when you do get offered some money, or is it a case that you've got to be pragmatic about it? Yeah, well, it, oh, Dad hadn't been too well, and he loves getting the kick out of it. So we're offered good money as a two-year-old for him, and that, but yeah, no, he, it is hard. But uh, just I suppose it depends where you. I don't know whether you need the money or so, but um, no, it's, it's nothing better than racing. And he won, I think he won three cups, like the Nelson Cup and Invercargill Cup. Like, and yeah, it's had more fun than was most of it, you know, for us sort of guys oh. and with a mate. To be, I bet you'll be having fun today. If you're going from Westport to Reefton, it's a fun drive. It's a, a very curly drive. Yeah. Mate, good to see you out there today. Mate, good to see you with three horses at the races. Um, we wish you the best of luck, and thank you for joining us on Trot's Talk this morning, buddy. That's great. Good to hear you. Sorry, mate. Cheers. It's Tim Trayton. He has three in today, uh, two in race nine, one in race ten at Reefton. One of the good guys of harness racing. That's right, Dad and Dave was that horse they had. And one of my favourite people in harness racing who's actually dating one of my um, nemesis in harness racing is Cherie Tomlinson, uh, who is dating Matt Cross, a good friend of mine, but he's a pain in the ass. Good morning to you, Cherie. How are you? 
Morning. Thanks for having me. Now, I told you yesterday when we were texting about the show to give um, to give Matt a slap around the back of the head. Did you do that for me? Of course. I wasn't <laughs> going to miss that opportunity. <laughs> tell, tell me, and we don't mean to get into people's personal lives, but everybody loves Matt because he's a very comical guy and a very talented guy. Um, does he get nervous on race day? So when, when say, the night before the New Zealand Cup, and I'm not saying you spend every night together, but if, if you're with him the night before the New Zealand Cup, what's Matt like? Uh, he's pretty good for all year round, but I'd say definitely Cup Week is probably the week of the year where you know anyone involved with that with that week they all get a bit nervous. So I mean, it probably just comes naturally to anyone that's involved in the week if you're driving, training, or obviously commentating. So have yeah. you have you ever no, tried it? Have you ever watched a race or in your head or in the car if you're bored with it? Have you ever tried to commentate? Because I reckon I'll be terrible at it, and I do this all the time, but, geez, it looks like hard work. No, definitely not. Leave that up to him. That's not that's not my alley, so I'd stay right away. Well, I'll tell, tell you what you are good at, Sheree. You're good at driving horses. How many career wins have you had now? Uh, I've had, oh, I got my 200 last year, so over just over 200 now, I'd say, yeah. How many of those do you reckon were trotters? What do you reckon the split is, Sheree, between uh, trotters and paces? Um, I, like probably one of my goals would be to get to a hundred trotting wins, and I'm probably sitting in maybe high seventies, maybe driving trotters, maybe yes, around that. Because I did actually look at that not that long ago, because that's probably one of my goals with the trotters, as you know, we we mainly have trotters and for the family and stuff, so. Yeah, a few more to go, but yeah, that's definitely one of my goals to get to a hundred um, wins on on a trotter. Well, back to the paces, and let's start with your drives today. Race two goes at twelve forty-five. You're on Boxer, trained by Grandad Ken Ford and Amanda, who's your mum. Um, what sort of chance do you give Boxer? Because it's it's a standing start this one, so barrier nine not as bad as it will be from the mobile. Yeah, he. Uh... I thought it was just a pretty fair run on Friday. It didn't seem to show much speed, so I guess we just have to step away and um, get handy. And even if that is to sit, park the trip or whatever, um, yeah, I think he's just got to be handy and hopefully, you know, he'll be sticking on at the end. But, yeah, I thought it was just a pretty fair run the first day, so it was a quiet trip, so... We'll just might have to change it up a wee bit for our steps and just get a bit more handier. One of the invited drivers' races um, for the female drivers for Team Teal today is the fifth on the card at five minutes past two. Um, you're driving Paige, and for those people who don't know your family dynamic, Amanda's your mum, isn't she? Yes. Okay, so, so yep. she's right alongside you in barriers one and two. Have you ever had that before? Because <laughs> you've also got your sister, the very gregarious Karen Tomlinson, driving there as well. So that's pretty cool having three of the family out there. Yeah, definitely. No, it is really cool. And I think just that every time mum and I have been in the same race together, she's beat me, which she loves to remind me of just that every time. So my strike rate um, there isn't great. Uh, obviously, she drove Paige for me on Friday as I've been suspended. So she's jumped off and is driving just as fast. So, I mean, one probably not a great draw for Paige as she can be a bit funny away, but... I mean, if she does step and do everything right, which she can do as well, she should get a good trip with horses like Jester Fast outside of her, um, who 
can step and you know could possibly lead if I can if I can keep up early. Okay, in the seventh on the card, which is the other team teal race for the day, you drive Phone Tap, another one for Bruce Negus, and that's been relatively consistent. And it's a field, Cherie, which doesn't seem to have a lot of inform horses. No, it, she sits well on the Friday and um, probably got her held up a little bit turning for home. Like the leader was sort of just come back on her a bit, and the swoopers got going before she even got a run. So. Yeah, if she steps as well as she did the other day um, and gets a good trip, you know, I can't see why she couldn't be a top three or four chance. The eighth on the card is the Recreation Hotel and Nangahua Grey Valley Cup. Uh, and you're driving Catherine again for Bruce Negus off a 20-metre handicap. How do you negate 20 metres around Reefton, or is it a case that you just step away as best you can and, and let the race come to you? Yeah, it's just a bit of a hard one there, like, Initially on Friday, we thought she was disappointing. And going back and watching the replay this morning, you know, she's probably got a good race if she got pushed wide and probably went at the same times as the winner or even better. So, I mean, Westport and Reefton aren't great tracks to be off a handicap in, and they sort of just walk around and sprinted. So, I mean, I guess it just depends on what the ones do uh, that are off the front, off 10 or off the front, you know, that if they run long and, you know, make it more of a staying race than a sit than a sprint like she like the ones in the back could be chances of getting into it but I think a little little bit of luck is going to have to come into it with her like step she's not one that can do a heap of work in the running either so we're sort of going to have to rely on the ones up front and see what they do. Uh, the race of the day is the ninth on the card really strong field and you're on Fovo Gambler again for Bruce Negus comes into barrier three do you have any gate speed? Yeah, well, he showed a little bit of gate speed on Friday, which was good, and uh, he was probably just a bit unlucky. They walked around and uh, they sprinted at the 400, and it probably didn't suit him. He got a bit rough turning for home and then a little bit rough on the line. So I think he got to use his gate speed to his advantage today and probably take luck out of it a little bit. I mean, he's definitely got, um, you know, form and the Eddington form behind him to, sh- to make a... Like, he should be a good chance in that field today. So, yeah, well, yeah. I think the race on Friday just didn't really suit him either, even though he got the trip. The last on the card, Cherie, goes at 4.38, and you're on one of the family horses in Zazoe. Again, 30-metre handicap doesn't make things easy, but at least there's a bit of a spread in the handicaps here, so there should be some movement. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the same as uh, Catherine's race, I guess, Uh we're going to need a bit of luck, but she, normally she steps really good and hopefully we can get handy enough and, you know, it might be, you know, hopefully they run long in front and might just have to get going a bit on her. She's not really a sit, sit sprinter. She can sort of, you know, roll from about the five or 600, but can't really do any mid-race work. So it's the same as sort of the cup if they run along in front and, um, you know, the front ones come back to us a bit, turn for home, she's definitely a chance. All right, Cherie, what's your best chance of driving a winner today at Wonderful Refton? Uh, well, I'd like to either say Zazo or Catherine, but I'd say with the handicap, you know, we're relying on uh, how the race is going to plan out. So probably to take luck out of it a bit and who could make his own luck would be um, Bovo Gambler 
just um, I thought, you know, he went a good enough race on Friday and his form's been really good. As, as long as he backs up, as he's never um, had to race uh, a day apart sort of thing. So, yeah, I'd say he's probably my best chance today. Cherie, we were talking to, to Courtney from Harness Racing New Zealand earlier in this hour and asking if there was a camaraderie among the females at Team Teal time of year. I suppose there is normally because obviously you guys all share a driver's room, but... Do you feel that? Do you feel that at this time of the year with the female drivers there's almost that sense of you know, being in part of something special together? Oh, no, it's great to be involved in such a good uh, campaign and everyone's just trying to do their best to win races and give much money raised for the, for the Team Teal campaign. So, you know, it's great and the more female winners, the better for everyone. I totally agree, Cherie. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Enjoy your spin around on the grass at wonderful Reefton. And yeah, if you do get a chance, we, we don't we don't believe in domestic abuse here at SENZ, but give Matt a bit of a slap in the back of the head again for us. Because I, I just like the thought that you're doing it. He knows it's coming from us. Yeah, Toe won't hurt him all that. Won't do him any harm at all. Won't do him any harm at all, Cherie. Thanks for talking to us this morning, buddy. All right, cheers. Thank you. That's Cherie Tomlinson, one of the really cool people in harness racing. She's a lot of fun and a very good driver. As you heard, she's closing in on, or just gone past 200 wins, but closing in on 100 trotting wins, which is no small feat. Her best of the day is Fovo Gambler at Reefton. So this is Reefton race nine for her. Comes into barrier three, but is number four. Those odds available on tab.co.nz. Get your text in. We want to know why you should win $50 bonus bet from the tab for producer dude Robbie to make a decision. We're getting a few different stories in here. We need your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for today is Reefton. We've got one guy texting in saying he had a multi yesterday. This is Wally. Wally had a multi yesterday, and the last leg of his six-leg multi was the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, Wally, but I watched it last night. I was like, how did the Melbourne Storm get whacked? For those who don't know, Melbourne got smashed by Canterbury. Um, and, yeah, so that may be a potential front runner. but get your text and see if you can beat Wally and some of the other texters. And Brett said, well, he got burnt by Ethereal Star yesterday. You're not the only one. Obviously, I had the Quinella as well. But he said, and go the Drua. Yeah, that was awesome. The Drua beating the Crusaders yesterday. <laughs> Aren't I going to have fun with that next week when I'm on here with Hyphen? Okay, we're going to take a break here on Trotstalk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. If you go to hrnz.co.nz every day, every single day, there's a preview and there'll be reviews of the races and every meeting is covered the same, including Reefton today. There's a preview there on Sarah O'Reilly. We'll take a break here. Get that text in, double eight double three name, TRB account number, the code word for today is Reefton, and the reason why producer dude Robbie should give you the fitty courtesy of the TAB. On the other side of this break, we're going down to the Waikato to talk to David Branch. Welcome back to Trust Talk. Thank you for taking time out of your Sunday morning to join us and listen to some harness racing stuff and maybe back a winner at Reefton today. Get your text in to 8833, your name, your TRB account number, and... The code word for today is Reefton, and a reason why you should win a $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. David Branch is the boss of the Cambridge Harness Racing Track, where not only do they have the race by Grins coming up awfully quickly, just over a month, a month and two days away, but we also have uh, the Northern Harness Racing Awards were 
reinvigorated and held there last night. Good morning to you, David. How's the head? Uh, yeah, morning, Mac. Um, not not too bad. Um, definitely not as bad as uh, last year after the race. So um, it was yeah. a great night. It was great great to bring everyone together again. As you say, the awards have, um, haven't happened for a few years. So yeah, it was, it was a great night all round. What format did the awards take last night? Because I think sometimes awards can be really fun if they're nice and <clears throat> excuse me, nice and formal, and, and and it can be good to do that. But I sometimes think they get a bit bogged down when they're like that. So what was the awards function like last night at Cambridge? Yeah, so it was super casual, um, just sort of Arlena's standing, casual seating, that sort of thing. And we just rolled through them really quick and then got on to had a live band and stuff afterwards. So obviously we had those three years to catch up on. Um, but yeah, we're fortunate. Uh, had Richard Bromley fly up from the South Island to host the awards and, and the actual formalities... Um, we ran through those pretty quick. So, yeah, it was a very enjoyable night. Who won the bigger awards of the night? I know they're all important, but um, was there a horse of the year? Was there a contribution award, if you can take us through some of the big ones? Yeah, definitely. So the um, the North Island Pacer of the Year, so 2020, 2021 and 2022 was Copy That. Uh, so obviously very fitting. And then the North Island Racing Achievement Award was won by Ray Green. So unfortunately, uh, Ray wasn't there last night, but Zachary Butcher was there and accepted that on his behalf. Uh, probably the most um, the, uh, award that got the most um, sort of applause and, and that on the night was the North Island Award for Dedication and Appreciation. And that went to Joe Stevens, um, obviously for all the work that she puts in um, on behind the scenes with her social media and um, helping both the clubs up here. So that was really great to be able to recognise Joe's achievements. And as I said, that's uh, probably the most popular award on the night. Yeah, that's awesome. It, um, she's a wonderful young lady who not only trains horses, but of course does some great stuff in pushing the game forward. Let's talk about the race by Grins. It goes to a million dollars. Man, that's a lot of money. A million dollars on April the 14th. We think there's six horses done. Officially, there's five signed up, but I think everybody realises copy that will be getting a slot. Uh, is that how you read it? And who do you think's going to get the last four slots? Yeah, so copy that was announced uh, into that, that slot on Thursday last week. So we're, we're up to the six confirmed ones now. Uh, obviously, there's the, a bit of unknown around the last four, and I think there's a bit to still play out over the coming weeks. Um, obviously, Nicholas Cage put his hand up uh, the other night with that performance at Alexandra Park, beating um, beating the two two guns. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we've got horses like Kango still to step out in the coming weeks. Um, so I think the last four slot holders might be biding their time a little bit and just seeing how that plays out. Last year, you were able to get four Australian-trained paces. There. Technically, one was coming back from Australia, so um, three, three to four. This year, you might only have one to two. Is, is that disappointing, or is it a case that, look, really, you can only put the races on, and what the slot holders choose to do and what trainers choose to do is pretty much out of your control? Yeah, I think so. It, it's, um, it's definitely not through lack of trying, but I think just the way things have panned out um, with the four-year-olds over there having an opportunity to with the Eureka later in the year. Um, obviously, the Queensland Carnival as well. So I think it's just um, just sort of the way it's fallen this week. But we're, we're going to get a really even field uh, with a lot of chances, which I think is from from a race organiser. Um, that's all you can ask for, really. And obviously, having um, 
the Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugar's horse come over and potentially Triple Eight coming as well. If but he is coming for the Auckland Carnival, he may get a slot. So there could be representatives um, too in there, which would be great. Okay, if anybody wants to go to the race by Grins, how do they go? Remind us days, times, how it's all going to work and what entertainment there'll be, David. Yeah, so um, easiest way is just to head to the website, either cambridgeraceway.co.nz or therace.nz. Uh, all the information's there. So um, it's going to be an eight-race card. Uh, we've, we've put a bit of work into the undercard this year and the um, our flying mile for trotters will be run on the night. And obviously there's a bit of interest from some Aussies uh, for that, which is great as well, and that's only going to strengthen that. Uh, eight races. The race by Grins will be the last race at 8.50pm uh, and then we're pretty much straight into a, an after-party, which is going to be a concert out on the track, uh, headlined by... Mitch James, so that's um, yeah, that'll go through till about eleven o'clock. So it, it's going to be going to be a big night. Cambridge's biggest party, um, biggest one it's seen in a long time. Look, for sure. I might be old because I don't know who Mitch James is, but but producer dude Robbie seems quite excited. Is it good? Is he good? He's he's brilliant. Yeah, I met him once actually. Really? Well, yeah. tell me some more because I don't I don't know anything about him. Oh, is, just, he, is it old dude? No, no, nah, nah, he's he's a young guy. Yeah. Is he Play, cool? Plays the guitar. He's great. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I'm going. Are now. you going to the Race Boy Grins? Well, I, I am now. David, you, can, we get a, can, me. can we get a free ticket for producer dude Robbie? Because he has some use in harness racing. Can we get a ticket for him? Is that cool? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Okay. You got, got, All right, well, get, well there you go. <laughs> that was easy. There you go. I chucked it in my calendar. I'll be there 100%. Um, for people who aren't producer dude Robbie who want to go, David, how is this going to cost them to go see um, some horses and Mitch James, who apparently has a guitar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're on to second release tickets now. So GA tickets, I think they're $40. The first release sold out really quick. Um, they include, so $40 obviously includes the racing, the concert, also a can of um, Grins um, drink as well. Obviously our headline sponsor uh, and also a race book as well. So there's a bit of value in that in that ticket price. The problem with the Grins drink is it's too easy to drink, as you and I know, because we had a couple of drinks after the race last year and it's like you're drinking like lolly water, and then you wake up and you get a really bad headache. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's a couple of new flavours that are dropping just in time. So I think it's a strawberry lemonade and also a yeah, um, a white white rum drink. That's, that's not, that, not, as well, that's not so. really a good idea, David. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst thing is, it's on a Friday this year, and I've got a radio show with Hyphen the next morning, and he's annoying at any time of the day, but particularly hungover. So uh, maybe if you can kick me out about. I don't know, quarter past nine. That'd be good. <laughs> Mate, we're looking forward to it. Um, if people want to keep up with the information again, what's the best place to go to? Uh, just Cambridge Raceway, either any of our social medias, uh, website, um, therace.nz as well. All that information's on there. Um, just mention quickly as well, we've launched our sweepstakes this week, uh, which we're, we're um, setting out to sell 2,000 tickets at $100 each. Um Raising funds, half the half the money goes into the stake money for the raceway grins, and the other half goes to a hundred thousand dollar prize pool. So, so it's a sweepstake on the race, is it? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to draw ten winners. Um, they'll be matched with a horse in the race, and if the uh, the winning horse will the person with that ticket will get fifty thousand dollars cash. Okay. Um, and um, the worst. How the do you worst, get a ticket? Worst, uh, uh, so they're online as well. So here, uh, Cambridge Raceway website or the race.nz. They're all on there, or we'll be selling them from the office at all our race meetings. And uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be around selling physical tickets as well. 
That's wonderful, mate. Um, this is a thing you built yourself with support from the club down there. It's fantastic. Looking forward to getting down there, mate. We're going to have you on every week uh, between now and the race, and we're not going to pay you for it. That's even better. So just lock it in, mate, for 11.30 every Sunday. Perfect. Sounds great. David Branch for um, the Cambridge Harness Racing Club, or came, uh, Waikato Te Aumutu, and the race by Grins, April 14. You can go along. Mitch James is going to be there, who apparently is really good, according to producer dude Robbie. And, yeah, it's going to be good fun. It, it, it was really awesome last year. It was a great day. And get your tickets. And there's a sweepstakes. You can buy a ticket for $100. There's 2,000 of those tickets. And you get drawn a horse. If you do get drawn a horse, you could win 50k. That's pretty amazing. So I'm going to buy a couple of tickets. I think Greg's going to buy some and maybe have a giveaway on the box seat. So stay tuned. You might even speak to Hutchie. Hutchie owns this radio station and say, do you want to be part of this? And he might give someone on the radio station. But I can't say that because it's not my money. We're going to take a break. Get your text into double eight double three. your name, your TRB account number, and the code word REFTON. On the other side of this, we're going to talk to an expat Kiwi doing cool things in Victoria. He took a peak, Mark Burton. He's nursing the champion. He's in front from Ahoka Dallas. Georgetown flying the inside. And then Pembroke Benny. But let this burn in your memory as the greatest blitzes them here in the four-year-old Emerald. It has been Auckland Reactor. Maybe Pembroke Benny, Ahoka Dallas, Georgetown and all target. That's Auckland Reactor winning the jewels at Ashburton. I think it was Tony Lee doing the calling. It was a great call. Um, way back in about 2009. And the reason we played... That is uh, the man who bred and owned Auckland Reactor, um, Tony Parker, passed away this week. So to Anne, his wife, and to the Parker family, our condolences on the loss of Tony, a lovely, gentle man who bred some wonderful horses, but the best of them, the mighty Auckland Reactor, Tony passing away this week. There was also a memorial function, which is basically a couple of beers, for the great Peter Wolfenden out of Franklin today. So some of the... The racing people getting together today to remember one of the greats of all time and Peter Wolfenden. Our apologies, we can't get hold of Brent Lilly. Something's wrong with our phone lines or something's wrong with his phone. I'm thinking it's probably him because we've spoken to everybody else who rang today. So these things happen sometimes when you ring people who live in the country, you can't get hold of them. Producer dude Robbie, who's won our $50 bet? We've had some really good entries today. Um, who's won the fitty? He's coming across, he's been busy doing something else. Here we are. I, you know, you know why I'm late. Why? You know why I'm late to turn my mic on. I thought I'd find some Mitch James for you. Oh. Appropriate song title. That's pretty cool for when we're doing the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I bet yeah, he's popular when he goes out. He oh. sounds very funky. He's great. Well, he's great. Well, so he'll be at Cambridge on April the fourteenth, as will you and me, <laughs> as will I, and yeah. hyphen. God. <laughs> Very funky. <laughs> Who's won the fifty dollars? Um, well, uh, Mike has won the fifty dollars, and um, I wasn't here last week. But Ricardo picked a, a Mike yeah. to win the fifty dollars bonus bet last week, and it's not the same Mike. Oh. I did my I did my background check, uh, but but Mike says that uh, he one day drove into the township instead of using the bypass and couldn't believe what he'd been missing out on for the three years I was working down south. Love Reefton. Everyone needs to stop in and check it out. It is. So, it's a great place. And he's from Otaki, apparently, which I went on holiday very randomly once. Well, so. Reefton's great. And and um, and Mike's the third most popular name in the English language. So that's why there's a lot of Mikes around. Great. Yeah, it means like, well, it means one who is like God. Okay, nice. that's what it means. I might have made that part up. I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, um, racing at Reefton today. Get the odds at tab.co.nz. Thanks for listening to Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand.